Welcome to the All In Your Head podcast, where we get all in your head. We are a mental health podcast focused on anything and everything mental health. We will have special guests ranging from mental health experts, mental health advocates, and just everyday people with real struggles. We will share laughs, we will share cries, but most importantly, we will have real conversations about mental health. So with that being said, let's get all in your head. Woohoo! Hey, what's up, everyone? Jamie Glick, your host, the All In Your Head podcast, a podcast where we talk about mental health, performance, everything in between. Thanks for tuning in. Just as a reminder, hit that subscribe button, like this podcast, and even write a positive review. What this does is just makes this podcast more accessible to people who need it. So take the time to do that. I'm so excited. We are five episodes in to season two of this podcast. And as I mentioned before, we are focused on performance, really using the Spire performance model that I created based on all the work that I've done working with people. The main area that we focused on so far is the physical dimension of the Spire performance. And so every episode so far incorporates some level of the physical dimension uh, of performance. And so we've had an episode on physical health, diet, nutrition, exercise, sleep, and an episode on your relationship with drugs and alcohol. And those, all of those have an impact on your health, and your health has an impact on your performance. This podcast has been downloaded in 35 U.S. states, 14 countries, and I'm really excited about this, and this fuels my motivation to keep this going. This is my hobby. I do this on my own time. You probably have noticed that the last two weeks, I have not dropped a podcast episode. And in full transparency, the reason why I didn't do that is because I didn't want to. (laughs) I was tired and exhausted from all the things that I do. I take a lot of pride in the things that I do, but also every once in a while catches up with me and I need to take a break. And I need to model for all of you that breaks are okay. Sometimes I feel guilt uh, because I made a commitment to drop an episode every Monday, but my health, my mental health uh, is more important than dropping a podcast episode every Monday. So that's where I've been taking care of myself and uh, I feel better. And uh, I think I still have a little work to do to make sure that I'm in a good place, but I do feel better. So we are going to be moving away from physical health. And we're going to be moving into the next phase of the spire of performance, and that's just your environment. Your environment has such an impact on your mental health, even your physical health, your mindset. So I want you all to start thinking about where do you spend your time? I find that most people spend their time in three to four spaces. These typically include home, work or school, and a few other spaces. And your environment has a significant impact on your mental health And this includes both the physical space, but also the people that are in these spaces. So it's important for you to evaluate your space and adjust as necessary. So for the spaces that you have influence over, evaluate it and make changes as necessary. And we'll talk in a a second, some of the things that I really would encourage you to take a look at. But if you have influence, then identify it and make some adjustments. If you don't have any influence over your space, And after evaluation, you realize that this space, whether it be the people or the environment, is maybe 
unhelpful or even detrimental to your mental health, you're going to have to make some serious evaluations around these spaces and how much time you are spending in these spaces. And I completely understand that uh, sometimes there's situations where you just have to be in a space and it's not the healthiest uh, environment all the time, but you just have to deal with it because right now this is where you're getting your source of income. There's people in these spaces that you're helping, whatever it is. I completely acknowledge that and understand that. But I also want you to understand that your mental health is more important than anything. And so there may be situations and hard decisions that you have to make about these spaces because you know it's in the best interest of your mental health. I've been in these spaces. I probably still are in a few of these. So I completely get it. So as you're evaluating your environment, I really want you to think about these questions. And I'm going to go over each of them. And again, the first step is to really evaluate and then make some decisions around these spaces. And again, this is the second dimension of the Spire performance, where we first take a look at physical health, physical habits, but then taking a look at your environment. So these are the questions. So generally, do you feel comfortable in your space? And that's a vague question, but it's vague for a reason, because it's hard to define what that means sometimes, but just do you generally feel comfortable? Sometimes that comfort has to do with the chair that you're sitting in, the temperature, the lighting, the people, whatever it is, but do you feel comfortable? I think it's really important to just to feel comfortable in the spaces that you occupy. Second was, do you feel safe? And I completely acknowledge that there are sometimes situations that you're put in or spaces that you're put in that are not always safe. And when I think about safety, I think about physical safety, but I also think about emotional safety. And do some evaluation about these spaces that you're in and do they feel safe? The next question is, does your space promote productivity and creativity? And this especially, I'm thinking about your workspace and where you spend your time working. And a lot of times in your workspace, you have to be productive. There may be some situations where you also have to be creative. And so does your space promote that? I'm in my home office right now. I probably spend 20 hours a week in my home office, but there's other workspaces that sometimes people spend 40, 50 hours a week. And that's a lot of time. And since you're spending so much time in that workspace, it's important that it promotes that productivity, it promotes creativity, that you feel comfortable in that space because you're spending a ridiculous amount of time in that space. Next question, is your space inclusive and accessible? And so when people come to your space, do they feel welcome? Because if they feel welcome and they feel like it's a space where it's accessible to them, they are going to interact differently within that space with you. The next one, which I think is really important, is does your space have natural light? And you may not always be in a situation where you can't have natural light. Natural light is always best. There's been some research to show that employees who are exposed to natural light reported an 84% drop in eye strain, headaches, and blurred vision. That's pretty significant. And studies have also shown that natural light in any space helps people to be happier, healthier, and calmer. I'm so fortunate because I have a home office where I look at a big window and I also have another window to my side here. So I get a lot of natural light and I love being in my office and I am productive. I'm happy. This is a space that I look forward to going to. And again, if you have control over this space, make some adjustments. 
And obviously you can't tear down a wall and put in a window, but for some people, it's just opening your blinds. The next question is, do the colors in your space promote mental health and productivity? And I could probably do a whole podcast episode on this, but in general, warmer yellow and oranges tend to be more relaxing and blue and whites are good for increased energy and concentration. So what is your space used for? Do a little research about colors and what colors promote in your different spaces and have a color that promotes what you're looking to accomplish in that space. Next question, and this is a hard one. Do the people in your space add to your mental health? And sometimes you don't have control over the people who enter your space, but a lot of times that you do. And think about the people that you interact with most often. Do they add to your mental health? Do they take away from your mental health? And uh, make some decisions. And for some of you, you may evaluate that and say, well, I have some important relationships, but right now they're not good. And I need to put some work in uh, into those relationships. I am married and I love my wife. We have a great relationship, but there's some times where our relationship is strained and I'm not going to, just because there's some level of strain in my relationship, I'm not going to say, well, that's causing me stress. So I just need to remove myself from her and not be around her. No, this is a relationship that's really important to me and I need to put in the work. But there are other relationships where I don't need to be around these people. And so if there are people in your spaces that cause you a lot of stress, they drain your energy whatever it is, and you don't have to be around them, kick rocks. Next question, how do the people in your space make you feel? All right, so there's a famous Maya Angelou quote that says, people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. You make people feel a certain way in your interactions, and people cause you to feel certain ways in interactions. And so sometimes that's another thing that's hard to define, but generally, how do the people in your space just make you feel? Do they make you feel better after interactions? Do they make you feel worse? And do some evaluations around that. And kind of on that same note, do the people in your space have negative energy or suck your energy? Now, there are some people who are energy vampires that the more you spend time around them, they just take all your energy away. For all of these questions around the people that you interact with, again, evaluate it the relationships that are important to you, put some work into those. The relationships that you don't need to be around or you don't need to interact with those folks for whatever reason, and they're not contributing to your mental health, as I mentioned before, you may have to make some decisions to kick rocks. And kick rocks means don't spend so much time with those people, <laughs> just to be clear. Are there places that contribute to your mental health that maybe you need to spend more time? So we're evaluating the current places where you spend your time. I certainly acknowledge that we all have these spaces, these places that when we are in these places, we feel better. For me, it's being in nature, it's running. I wish I could say it's the golf course, but the golf courses actually stress me out right now because I'm not very good at golf, but it's being in nature. And it's being with my family, it's being home, it's being at church. For some people, it might be the gym, it might be community groups, it might be different neighborhood groups, whatever it is for you. Once you've identified those places, because we we just get busy and we neglect those places sometimes. And even though even though we know that we need them, for some people, it might be skiing on the ski slopes. Whatever it is for you, evaluate those places. And if you need to spend more time there, Try to put yourself in a situation where you can spend more time in those places. 
And then the last question that I would encourage you to ask yourself, are there places that decrease your mental health that maybe you need to spend less time? And so, again, these are sometimes difficult questions and evaluations that you all need to make for yourself. But because to be completely honest with you, for some of you, that space is with family, whether it be at your parents' house or your sister's house or whatever it is, I completely acknowledge that sometimes family increases your stress and you may need to decrease the time with family. It may be work. You're spending way too much time on work and you need to make some decisions around spending less time there. There may be other places. It could be the bar, whatever it is that you know that you spending time in this area, maybe the casino, you spending time in this area does not add to your mental health. And so you may need to make some tough decisions around your environment and where you spend your time. For the environment dimension of Aspire Performance, you get me, Jamie Glick, to talk about this area. It is an area that's really important. I, I really encourage you all to do some reflection about where you spend your time, who you spend your time with, because whether you like it or not, they impact your mental health in some way. So do that evaluation. Let me know if you have any questions. You can send me an email. I also recently posted a blog about being engaged in healthy and stimulating spaces. I'll put the blog link in the show notes, but it's at inspirehealthandperformance.com. And you can just read more about how to make your space an area that contributes to your mental health. It doesn't take away from your mental health. That's it for environment. It's been good spending some time with you all. The next area that we're really going to take a look at is security. Security is defined as being psychologically, physically, and financially secure. So in the area of security, we really take a look at threats and weaknesses. I've got a few amazing guests who are going to come on and talk about specifically financial security because that's an area that most people struggle with for different reasons. And so we're going to spend some time talking about financial security in the next couple of podcasts. As I did for myself, if you need to take some time from whatever is going on, take a break. I just think breaks are important and you need to recognize when you need a break. I think sometimes it's easy to look at that as a sign of weakness. I'm a hustler. I'm out there working hard, doing a lot of different things. And I take pride in that, but at the same time, I also take pride in recognizing when I've done too much and when I have an increased level of stress, anxiety, whatever it is, and I just need to take a break. So I encourage you all to do the same thing. Life is short. Taking care of yourself and your mental health should always be a priority. Thanks for listening. Hit that subscribe button, write a positive review. And as always, keep putting in that work for your mental health, y'all. You have just listened to the All In Your Head podcast. Learn more by following Jamie Glick on LinkedIn or by subscribing to the Mental Health Training Camp YouTube channel. If you are experiencing a mental health crisis, you can call now or text 988 to get connected to free confidential support. Thanks for listening.